We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Monday edition Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford at Studio here. We'll give some final thoughts on Ole Miss 33, Vanderbilt 7, Saturday from Baltimore Stadium, and it is Texas A&M week. The Aggies and the Rebels, 11 a.m. Saturday, again, from Baltimore Stadium, the week before a trip to Athens, Georgia, to face the uh, the Bulldogs, who may or may not be number one in the uh, college football playoff rankings that come out Tuesday night. But nonetheless, they haven't lost in, like, I don't know, two years or something like that. So maybe longer than that. I think they won 25 in a row, 20, something like that. Is that right? I'm not sure. Yeah, something like that. Bulldogs haven't lost in a while. They play Missouri, so we'll look at lines this week. And then you know the drill. The way Monday works that more on a podcast presented by the Oxford Exxon, all MPW Digital podcast presented by Twisted T, the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 coming to town this weekend. Take advantage of their um, chance to win some game day shoes. They got their uh, helmet decals that you can pick up on Saturday morning, too. If you're coming into town, they give those out over a limited period of time with a purchase. And then the uh, catering and lunch menus, five sixty nine changes up every day. A couple sides of bread, any size fountain drink, five sixty nine, and their catering, a couple slabs of ribs, pulled pork, vegetables, side items, desserts, plenty of stuff there with the Oxford Exxon, including the beer cave. It's thirty four degrees for all your alcoholic goodness. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote. Within 15 minutes and business hours, it's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is up to you. You can uh, shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. That's hop into a Clark Ford today. You'll love the product. You'll absolutely love the service. Corey and the people at Clark Ford, they really want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics and physical therapy. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901 
759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Woke up this morning with the uh, New Orleans Saints tied for the lead in that that gruesome NFC South. I mean, it is just I mean, it is a damn pressure cooker down there and just trying to survive. I know it's a Tuesday topic, but you know what? Hey, halfway home right there against those talented Atlanta Falcons. They're so good. I mean, yep. damn, just juggernauts in the NFC South. Tampa Bay half a game back. Desmond Ritter, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield. Bryce Young, gauntlet. Pretty, pretty exciting. It is. It is. In, in all seriousness, credit to the Seattle Seahawks. The one for wearing those wonderful throwbacks yesterday. Oh, I didn't see them. They wore their old like 90s, 80s. Oh. Like, just wear those uniforms. There's no neon. There's nothing like that. Just just wear your uniforms. Wear those uniforms. You got to reinvent the wheel and you got to shoot your uniforms. It makes no sense to me, ever. I didn't see. I'll have to, I'll have to go look for that. Point being, they're 5-2. and two. They're winning the West. San Francisco yeah. half game back yeah. after losing yesterday. Niners got pounded. Yeah. Did you watch much of that? I didn't. I watched um I watched Nuggets Thunder. Um, no, I don't think we'll dress up for Halloween tomorrow, at least to the best of my knowledge. I do not have an outfit prepared for tomorrow morning's podcast. Neil may have like something out in the in the closet over there. I do not. You can dress as Charlie Brown again. I'm sure we can figure it out. We can I, I probably could. I don't think I will. Will Levis with a hell of a day yesterday. Yeah, that'll be a topic too. Is uh, he throws four touchdowns for the uh, Titans yesterday? Um, also quite cold. If you're if you're coming out for Halloween tomorrow in any way, go ahead and bundle up. It is going to be uh, down into the twenties, thirties, something like that. I think tomorrow night. I think it's in the upper twenties tomorrow night. Yeah, it's uh, it's currently low fifties, high forties with a drizzle. We haven't had rain in like three three months or something. But it is uh, it is officially if you want to do the pullover, the North Face, the whole deal. Today is the day because I think we're cold for a while. I don't think we're going to get back into the the high numbers for a bit. It's 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 finally seasonal to the uh, month of October, November here. Um, it was a culture shock on me a little bit as. You're aware by now, my daughter definitely does not like any type of uh, cold weather. She, her and Jeffrey are very much related. Um, she wore a jacket outside this morning, came back in and got the heavy winter coat and put it over the other jacket um, and then left, including the hood up and zipped all the way up. So she was very much like, holy hell, like this is, what is this thing after it was in the 80s yesterday and I was. It was hot yesterday. That's what I'm saying. We, 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 we felt like 40 degrees right there. All of a sudden you went, whoa. It was a bit of a bit of a deal. Yeah, Austin, yes, cold weather sucks. That is correct. No, it doesn't. 75 and up every day. 365. No, thanks. Been there. Done that. <laughs> Couldn't disagree more. Seasons are good. Yeah, you didn't you were not built for Spanish Fort. No, it was ridiculous. I mean, that 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 was not your 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 climate. No, I mean the beaches everybody we go, you you live close to the beach. Like, no, you don't. You're forty five minutes from the beach. How often do you get in the car and just drive 45 minutes? Not very often. And the beach is not fun if you just go sit at the beach and then you got to go back to your car and drive 45 more minutes. Oh, that's true, too. The beach is fun. That's a good point. Part of the beach is the fact that you're not really doing anything else. You're you're just there to relax, and you're just walking across the street or either straight up to your condo or house or whatever, and then you get that great post-beach shower and beer and move on with your day. Of course. That's the... Now, if you can have that every day, 365, I'm in 100%. Okay. But 
just living in the heat and the humidity. No thanks. You bought a lot of candy. You got trick or treaters tomorrow. Laura has bought some candy. I suspect I will have to go buy more. She typically likes to just buy a little bit. She rations it a little too much. Well, and she likes to just shut it down pretty early, and then inevitably that's the year that we get hit. What time will it end? Dark ish. I mean, not uh, yeah, not like eight eight ish. I mean, not dark ish. What am I talking about? Hopefully, nobody's coming to the house post eight thirty. Is that your cutoff? Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. After, after eight thirty is when they become an asshole. That's when the high school kids start showing up. What are you? What the hell are you doing? Sixteen year old with a full beard and yeah, I mean cigarette hanging out of his mouth. You go okay, come or on. Or when they drop off the car fulls and the truck fulls, it's like stop. But the one year that we were like super prepared for it, nobody came to this neighborhood. This neighborhood didn't get hit. Oh really? Which was so you have a lot of variants. Yeah, you just never know what's going. Oh, never know what's going to happen and with really? the cold weather. It might be. Oh, that'll, that'll minimize it. That'll minimize it some, I would think. I didn't even think about that. Um, Jackson's saying, what's the age cutoff for trick-or-treating? I hate to answer that because I'm going to piss off somebody. Um, it's middle school. Yeah, I think you can get away with it. Yeah, Through about school. the 7th or 8th grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after- If there's a possibility of a permit involved, you're out. Okay, that's the maybe that is the rule, yes. That's a good point. If there is even the possibility of a worker's permit driver's license, you no longer should be trick-or-treating. 100%. If you drive yourself, you can't trick-or-treat. Agreed. <laughs> you have to be dropped off. I mean, just... Hardman says, last year I spent $300 on candy and had three trick-or-treaters. This year I bought one bag but won't be at home. Yeah, the, the thing that I have done is, because it's a very high traffic area, is... um. Bought the bags of candy in shifts where I don't realize how much I'm paying for candy the yes. entire time. So it'll be like last month, buy a couple bags. A couple weeks later, buy a couple bags. A couple bags. Like you, that, that way you're not going going, oh, my God, I just spent $500 in chocolate for one night or whatever it is. And then the other thing is buy. You don't want to be known as the house that has the bad candy. But you also don't want to buy nothing but good candy where that's what you're trying to avoid grabbing in the kitchen over the course of like four weeks. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? So like if I've got just a bunch of Starburst and Twizzlers over there, I'm never going to touch it. It is not a problem. Whereas if I just buy a bag of 500 Reese's, that's a different level of of, of willpower involved at that point than if you just got a bunch of sugar, like sugar, chewy stuff. Yeah. Like we had done really well, and the kid, one, one of the kids in the neighborhood got into our bag of, it was Snickers, Milky Way, Twix, and Three Musketeers, I thought. and No, sorry, they didn't get into that bag. They got into a bag that had Jolly Ranchers, Starburst, and Twizzlers in it. And I'm like, hold on a minute. How? Why? They're all sitting there. How was that the one you, that you grabbed at that point? It kind of, kind, of, kind of baffled me a little bit. I needed an explanation. I guess I don't even know what candy we have, which is probably a good sign. It shows you that I'm, from a willpower standpoint, I've hit the point where okay. I don't even think about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Avery says, do I not like Starburst? No, no, I like Starburst fine, but I'm going to grab the chocolate if it is an option versus the Starburst. I'm fine with the Starburst. I don't eat Jolly Ranchers at all. I don't mind Twizzlers, but I'm never going to go I grab like Jolly one. Ranchers. The only thing about Jolly Ranchers is like they'll get stuck in your teeth. In an annoying sort of way. The Jolly Ranchers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Butterfinger is my thing for that. 
gets I, stuck in your I teeth. I love the taste. Yeah. I will not eat them because they get stuck in your teeth to such a level that I just get pissed off. Will not do it. At all. Mm-mm. I just did it. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm done with him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, chocolate's the weakness. That's the reason. That's the reason. So, anyway. Oh, you know, November. Oh, Christmas candy. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. There's, I mean, there's a lot of people that already have their Christmas decorations up. There's a lot of Christmas ads already happening. I mean, lots of them. Christmas ads. Christmas ads. I don't know whether it was the basketball game I was watching yesterday or what it was, but I heard a lot of Christmas stuff in the background. Clearly shifting to to holiday sales. Well, it, it appears that we're skipping. I mean, not, not like, I, I know it's not a huge decorating season, but we're kind of skipping Thanksgiving. Like as soon as Halloween ends, it's Christmas. Yeah. We don't really do Thanksgiving, like the fall. It's just, hey, Christmas decorations, trees up. It's true. Like I had a friend who she put her tree up like three or four days ago already. Wow. I mean, I can't make fun. Laura mentioned, she's like, what time is the Ole Miss game Saturday? The whole attic get down thing. And I was like, 11. Uh, I know where that's Why? going. I was like, well, <laughs> I, know I know where, where that's going. Yeah, I was like, I, <laughs> I know where that's headed. Because she didn't say, where would I find that game? It was what time is that game? That was one of those leading questions. Yeah, the internet does the freeze-dried Skittles thing. I haven't tried that. I know a lot of people talk about that. That and freezing the, is it the fruit roll-ups? They put them on stuff? I hadn't seen that. Yeah. The only even semi-thing that I freeze is grapes. Because they make like a, almost like a hard candy. All right, so Carson got for his birthday the creamy. Have you seen this? What is it? You make like... Uh, you can make like ice creams, uh, gelato, all that sort of stuff. It's you make the thing and then you put it in the freezer and then you. So put it's it, an ice cream machine. Kinda, but it goes like can makes it really healthy. Okay, it's pretty wild. Is it a machine? Yeah, it's like okay. a, it's like a machine. You freeze it and you put the thing in the in the yeah, yeah, back yeah. on the machine and yeah, do the spin the, thing. Yeah, it does the spin thing. So you make homemade stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. I used to have one, and I think in a move, I don't know where it is anymore. But yeah, it would make you, you set the different settings, and it was ice cream or gelato or sorbet yeah. or sherbet, yeah. like what not yeah. sherbet, but whatever you're. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Frozen Nutter bars are good. Okay, high chews are better than Starburst. PWL says. Oh my stream says my my chat has stopped. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have, and this is a kid thing. I've, I've found out that I like Halloween a lot more as time has gone on is with kids and stuff like than before, like Halloween has moved way up my rankings now. I mean, it's, it's, it's number two behind Christmas and it's fun. It's yeah. Fun. yeah. I mean, it's only one day, so it's not like a season, but yeah, no, I get it. The egg bowls ruined Thanksgiving. Let's be real. It has totally ruined it. You really want to play that game on Saturday. Absolutely. Because now it's like, we're going to do Thanksgiving on Friday. I'm like, no. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. We don't do it on Friday. So when you do it on Friday, it's like, why are we doing this? 
it's my, I mean, I may mention this on the podcast. I, I know it's a M week. I promise. It's my one thing with, you know, the holidays this year with the kids school calendar is they don't get out until a couple days before Christmas and they're out until January 8th this year. And that back week after January, it's like, well, it's not Christmas season anymore. They're just sort of off. Like nothing's going on. Like that's like some of the worst time of the year. Whereas I like those few days before Christmas, like that whole yeah. like seasonal thing, like get the hot chocolate out and you're just hanging out and the movies are on and stuff. And that, that gets that. That's a really tight window with the kids out this year because of the way the calendar works. They're out like December 21st until January 8th or something. Something like that. So. Yeah. The, not Neil, because I understand what he means because we're working and it's different. But in general, whether you want the Egg Bowl on Thursday or Saturday depends on what your family traditions are and whether you like your family. Because if you're pissed off that you're missing something on Thursday, then, okay, you like everybody. You really want to do that holiday. If it's, oh, wow, the Egg Bowl's Thursday. I don't have to go to the in-laws. I don't have to do that. Wow, that's great. Hey, I got a game. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah, you're guess. all in on Thursday. It, it is... It is 100% a barometer to whatever you are feeling or thinking at that point, barring about your, your, your holiday season. I mean, look, might already, some of you might already be in Disney World. If Ole Miss goes 9-3, and three, they're probably in the Citrus Bowl. You can just go to the game on the 1st and stay for Disney for a few days before the kids have to go back to school. Have we figured out where they're going at 10-2? and two? Is it cotton? It's cotton or orange, I think. Because some well, it depends. Somebody told me the Fiesta is where the group of five is going this year. So if that were to be Tulane, Ole Miss can't go to the Fiesta, right? Because they will not do a a regular regular season rematch. Good. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah. No, you, no, I do not want to cover Ole Miss and Tulane in Scottsdale. No, or Glendale or whatever the hell is that. That bull does a really good. I've only it was, was twenty something years ago, but they did a fantastic job with media. Yeah. So your options are because what what. what, what it's rose and sugar are the playoffs. Is that right? Yeah. So peach, cotton, and orange. Okay. Those are your options. And I guess Fiesta would be if it's Air Force or SMU. It's kind of what we talked about on Saturday night, though. If you're Ole Miss and you go 10-2, and two, you don't want to go play Air Force or SMU. No, you want to play a Give big, me a team. Big name team. Let's go play Oregon. Yeah. Go play Washington. Yeah. I want more SEC. Well, it's gone now. I want more SEC West Coast teams. I can't say Pac-12 anymore. They don't exist. I want you're, those teams. You're going to get that because SEC and Big Ten are going to conglomerate down the road. Yeah, Ole Miss and Notre Dame at the Orange Bowl. I'm in. Let's do it. Oh sure. That'd get a big. That would get a big TV number. I mean, look, might go to the Peach and just play Iowa. They're going to go eleven and one, ten and two. So I mean, you know, mm, I don't know. You think they're going to lose again? Probably. Who's winning that? crap hole of division over there i think it's still iowa but, oh good god but i think so. i think so, someone's gonna catch them i mean those bad sec east years even looking down on it like my god y'all suck is that the legends of the leaders what side do is they it? still do that no they don't they're east west now yeah thank god some pr guy go hey bud stop yeah tried <laughs> way too hard it's not the way that should go <laughs> Just east, east and west is fine. North, south, whatever. Part of the reason that we're having this conversation is because there's not much to recap from Ole Miss and Vanderbilt on uh, Saturday. That game went exactly like I thought it would. Yeah. The matter was whether or not Vanderbilt or Ole Miss scored one more or fewer touchdown to cover a line. 
Because like yeah. I told somebody that morning, Ole Miss is going to win by 18 points. Well, they won by 26. So they scored one extra time than I thought they were going yeah. to. It wasn't in doubt from the first snap. Well, the whole thing about Vanderbilt was Seals wasn't going to turn it over, and then he turned it over a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And that's when they were like, screw this. Let's put the other kid in. Yeah, he got sacked. He turned it over. and it yeah. was Yeah, it was, he was bad. They were bad. That was a wake-up call for uh, for Vanderbilt. That's what I, Chris Lee and I exchanged. I saw his tweet yesterday. Yeah. He was basically talking about how there's no commitment and it's – it just sort of is what it is for Vanderbilt at this yeah, point. Yeah, Vanderbilt's just got to figure out whether they want this or not. I mean, really, it's that simple. I mean, do you do you care at all? He 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 characterized it, and I thought it's probably a pretty thing, pretty accurate thing, given their recruiting ability because they they recruited okay under James Franklin. But again, I've always talked about the stat: Vanderbilt still to this day has never signed a Rivals 100 high school player ever. Oh. They've never signed a player in the top 100 of the Rivals rankings. He said it would be like if the SEC had a 25-round draft, Vanderbilt didn't get a pick at all in the first 12 rounds and then got two picks around in rounds 13 through 25. It's about, about right. right. It's about right. It's the, they, you don't have access to the top 150 players. They're just not talented. Yeah, the under was the safest bet. Right? I agree. Vanderbilt it, just wasn't going to score enough to push that over. It was that deal. I told Chris this. Where a week before, I'd seen two of the worst teams in the SEC play each other in person. And both of those teams were immensely more talented than Vanderbilt, who I oh, saw yeah. a week later in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even close. No, they, they have no NIL. They're definitely putting money into the stadium. They're doing some of the those type of things to act like they care. But the things that actually win football games, they are not doing anything. So they're doing that thing where – and a lot of teams are doing this. Vanderbilt's not alone. A lot of schools are doing this thing about NIL. I don't like it. It's not that they don't like the players getting paid. They don't like there not being any regulations. Mm-hmm. And so they're they're doing this thing where they're like, okay, well, regulations are coming. The Congress is going to regulate it. It's going to be a federal regulation, blah, blah, blah. I'm not so sure I believe that. But even if you do believe that, in the interim, you have to decide, okay, but that's down the road. This is now. Do I want to participate now? Do I want to do this now? Because if the answer is, well, no, well, then stop bitching when you lose. And administratively, they have no NIL, and then they also have not relaxed academic requirements again. They essentially let James Franklin sort of go do what he could do, and they got better. He won a lot. He recruited better. They were they were talented. They yeah. were not a bad team. Oh, no, not at all. They won nine games two years in a row. No, they were, they were, they were legitimately good. And then as soon good. as James Franklin left, it was it would be like Alabama as soon as Saban leaves, go, no, 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 we're not comfortable with that. Never mind. We're back in charge. Let's go back how we used to yeah, do no, it. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. Sorry. You, and if you do that, you'll fall off. I know you won, but mm-mm. sorry. Peace. Out. By the way, we're going to lines in a minute. Did you see the Iowa-Northwestern under? Oh, or under? I can only imagine. It's like 34, 35? Uh, the lowest in modern football history. Okay. 29 and a half. Jeez. 29 and a half. That almost begs you to take the over. But you want to guarantee it? I mean, no. Would you would you put a grand on that? Oh God, no. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> How many special team touchdowns am I getting? Is the defense scoring? Twenty nine and a half. Lowest ever. Wow. Because it was what it was thirty two last week and it cashed. Yeah. Because it was what, twelve to ten? Yeah. Twelve to ten, good example. Another touchdown, and it still goes under twenty nine and a half. 
Yeah, even if the punt return counts. Still good. Wow. Take it. So we'll get into uh, some lines and Texas A&M the rest of today's show. But first, you're ready to elevate your college football game day experience. Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made of real brewed tea and packs a flavorable punch. 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. Don't settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team, when you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching in a bar, or hosting friends at home. Twisted Tea is there to elevate your experiences that complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. I'll have a post-game column on Saturday after the Texas A&M game. It will be brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at TMHomes.com or 662-567-2573. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. Stress out about the rebels, but not your money at rebelsretire.com. Well, the hand raised guys on Thursday. It's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great people, products, and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the power to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start just Start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. They've got multiple locations around Nashville, also Memphis, some in Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. If you're coming up this weekend, stop by the College Corner. Uh, They'll be... Their new location is right off of uh, Sisk Avenue. It's in the Oxford Commons, more than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. Plenty of parking available. They'll have you in and out ready for the Grove in no time. It's uh, collegecornerstore.com. They also have two locations in the Jackson area. And if you're getting ready for the weekend, for Halloween, all that stuff, Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. Overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game ready for your next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp, PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Everything from the new one-style barbecue and the signature to the full meals in a bag. they got the French Quarter Alfredo. they got the garlic herb butter. There's a lemon crack pepper. So many different options, and we're letting you try them all. Get five pouches or more. Give me 25% off with code RG at primeshrimp.com. They also have two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp. A lot like what's at the grocery store. It's like a higher-quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. So, again, that's code RG at primeshrimp.com. Rebels and Aggies, 11 o'clock Saturday. 
Vault Hemingway Stadium. Texas A&M coming off a thirty to seventeen sleepy win over South Carolina Saturday morning. In uh, in that one, played okay. Carolina's not good. Scored early. I give A and M credit. They got behind and kind of plotted it out. Didn't let it get complicated there. But, they were asleep a little early, and some of the first quarter tweets were ridiculous. People like, "Oh, look at my guys! They've played eight minutes. Just give it a second. And sure enough, they didn't cover though. I might have gone over for the week. I don't know that I won a game. You went two and five. Oh wow, really? Yep, that was a win. So if I'd have bet 100 on every game, I'd only lost 330. That'd have been a hell of a win because I thought it'd be way worse than that. It's been hard this year. It has. I, I actually did good this week and everything except the my picks with Siski where I psyched myself out week after week. Why are you in your head? I don't know. Because it actually has something on it, sort of? Not even that. I, I, I just overthink it. Probably because I know he knows so much football and I don't. And so I'm overthinking stuff. Caroline is picking better than any of us. Quit thinking. She's dominating. That's my point. Yeah. She went five and two. And I don't like her chances of naming head coaches or quarterbacks inside this oh, league. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Lane Kiffin, Sam Pittman. That's all I got. That's all she'd have. Is it all she'd have? Oh, yeah. She couldn't she, tell you Nick Saban? Come may, on. Maybe. Jimbo? No. No? No. Not even get into like a hypo or a stoops or something like that. I'll text her right now and say, who's the coach at Alabama? <laughs> yeah, so she says. Could she name Musselman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because his, his wife is a Kyo. Oh, okay. There. Well, that's not fair. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious what she say. Yes, Ole Miss uh, men's basketball does have their exhibition tonight. That is against uh, Tusculum. Again, if, I, if we're not pronouncing that correctly, just let me know. I have no idea. Uh, seven o'clock at the uh, pavilion for that one. It is um, admission to the game is free, so you can just head on in. Seven o'clock exhibition game there against uh, Tuscaloosa, and then uh, Ole Miss women they played their exhibition against Russ College yesterday. They won ninety-one uh, forty-four against Russ in their only exhibition. Both teams open November sixth. That is in a week on Monday. The women play Queens and the men play Alabama A and M. I believe is the uh, opener for Chris Beard from the regular season standpoint. So, just quick Alabama State, Alabama State, not A and M. A week from week from today. Yeah, I think both games are the same day. One's earlier in the day, and the men are at night. The women play the school game at eleven a.m. Queens. Yep. Yes. And the men play at seven. Okay. Which is better than eight. You're gonna have a long day. Not as good as six. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a long day today, long day next Monday. Yeah. Crossover season has occurred. Uh, so A&M, look. I, she she got it right. She did. Try again. Name another one. A&M. Is that, the next, is that the next most likely name? Are we forgetting someone obvious? She's cussing you in her head right now, oh, by yeah, the way. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> she goes, that one was easy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, then. Air Force, Caroline. No, Let's we're not go. going there. <laughs> okay, she had no idea on Texas A&M. Okay. Yeah. Um. Look. <sighs> they clearly have talent. They clearly are a train wreck of a program at times. Which my day and Yeah. Okay. They don't have. They have not shown a lot of program toughness at all. 
Mm-mm. They just haven't. They haven't mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of organization. I mean, we make all of our jokes and we talk about them in the preseason and we do all these things and they end up looking exactly like that every single freaking time. I mean, what are they? Five and three. Yeah. They're five and three, three. They're going to have to upset someone to not go seven and five. Yes. They either went LSU or Ole Miss. Yep. One of the two. Just, I, I do expect it to be a four quarter game. It's going to be a close game. I don't expect some blowout in this in either direction. Ole Miss has, and I know it doesn't matter, but what's weird about this is even when they've been far better, Ole Miss has played A and M pretty well. Mm-hmm. For I mean, for whatever reason, that is one that they have. That they're five and five since they entered the SEC, but A and M's five wins were the two Johnny Manziel games where he just pulled it out twice. I mean, Ole Miss played well in Freeze's years, and it just kind of worked out for A and M there late. One of those was the biggest meltdown in RebelGrub.com message board history when Hugh did the fourth and one from the shotgun and oh, didn't get it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It it is the only time where I seriously just went, Y'all can have it. I'm for for a day, you can do whatever you want. I'm out. Peace. I'll see you at like seven o'clock Sunday night. It's not my because I mean it was oh God. It was the negative of the way early Rebel Grove days being the most positive when Brent Schaefer committed to Ole Miss back in the day. <laughs> the celebration of all celebrations. Brent Schaefer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> James Bryant celebrating on rebelgrove.com. Oh, my God. That was rebelsports.net. Sorry, that was rebelsports.net. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me how I know about that transition. <laughs> That's right. Whew. It was rebelsports.net. What was that, like 2011, the change? No, it was, well. It was 2010 or 2011. Something like that. Yeah. I can remember saying, this is not worth the trouble a few times. Hugh could, if I have this correctly, Ole Miss had the lead. It was fourth and one. He could run out the clock if they got it. And it was around midfield. And he went for it with a quarterback sneak from the shotgun or either a handoff from the shotgun. I think it was a quarterback sneak. I think it was just a draw, though, best I recall. Got stopped. And, oh, Manziel scored. and Yeah. Which Manziel was going to score. And, Giving Johnny a short field was never. That's <laughs> not an. For option. all your opinions on Johnny, he was a hell of a college football player. He, he was he, that. He could get some stuff done now. Um, but my point is, they won those two games in the Manziel era, and then they beat Matt three times. That's their five wins. Yeah. Ole Miss it's won two in a row. Beat them in a uh, closer game than kind of it got credit for last year. Over there. So the last time A&M... 31-28 last year in College Station. It was Ole a Miss close win. game. It was a close game. And then game. Ole Miss dominated them defensively in Oxford in that huge game day game. Yep. 29-19, but it was not that close. No. Ole Miss controlled throughout at that point. Yeah, A&M's last win was a 24-17 win in 2019 in Oxford. They beat them 38-24 in College Station, and they beat them 31-24 in Matt's first year. In 2017. Ole Miss won 29-28 the Shea Patterson game in 2016. Over there. The week before getting blitzed by Vanderbilt. The most whiplash of a two weeks and possible for a football program. When was this? 
2016, Shea Patterson beat Texas A&M in College Station. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When when uh got hurt, Tiamu, no, no Chad Kelly, Chad got hurt. hurt. Yeah, yeah, duh. yeah, yeah. Chad got hurt. Remember, because he like ran around and threw the pass in the end zone. Like I do. The, the, the the I do remember that. Remember and then, that? And then the, week, improv- the improvising play. And then a week later, they got blitzed at Vandy. Yes, that's what I'm saying. The yeah, strangest yeah. two weeks ever. Well, and then a week after that. They lost by five touchdowns against Mississippi State. They did. The game that everyone forgets. It's like that game doesn't exist. It's very convenient how that one didn't get hung on freeze more than it did. That was his that was his Well, farewell. look, a lot of shit went down, okay? Like, well, there's ain't no doubt got about moved that. on, okay? Stuff no, happened. No question. Wasn't like, oh, just went into the offseason. Oh, la-ti-da. And then Ole Miss handled them very pretty effectively in 14 and 15 in freezes access bowl years. They won 23 to three and 15 in Oxford when they had quarterback issues out the wazoo and couldn't move the ball at all. And then uh, beat them up 35, 20 in Bo's year that they went to the peach bowl. I thought from a getting your team up was one of freezes better performances because that was the week after Alabama. Yep. You were running the Chicago marathon yep. and they just blitzed them from the onset, and they went over there and quieted the crowd and just pump, just punished them. So we was talking about that was the game where Laramie refused to answer about Miles Garrett. Um, yeah, he just gave looks with his eyes for like two and a half minutes, and that was it. So they've had a lot of history. It's five and five. I mean, I, frankly, I just expect Ole Miss to win the game because they've been the tougher, more put together team this season. They've they they've been a team that's found ways to win games, and A and M hasn't. A&M doesn't handle adversity very well. They just It just doesn't work. I don't know why. It's why we always have these same conversations, but at the end of the day, it doesn't. So, okay, until it does, I can't sit, sit here and predict that it's going to. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I said this on Saturday night. I, Max Johnson's fine, but Ole Miss has the better quarterback, assuming Jackson's healthy. Yes. I think that's an assumption at this point, but yes. There's no A-chain for Texas A&M this year. No. They have a hard time running the football. Agreed. They're not very good up front. Mm-mm. They're very pedestrian up front on offense. On defense, they're really talented. No, they are. They are on on the front on the front. They're. I mean, if if you're worried about something, that should be your concern. How does Ole Miss's offensive line um hold up against that defensive front? Can they disrupt the running game to a point that? Ole Miss's still sort of lack of consistent downfield passing becomes a problem. So if you tell me it's a low-scoring, kind of nail-biting sort of game, I'd buy that. But I said this on Saturday night. I still feel it. I think Ole Miss is going to win, and I don't – I mean, I think it's, quote, close, end quote, but I don't think it's, oh, my God, close. I think it's one of the reasons I'm I'm struggling with some of the drama of these two weeks. I know they're big two weeks, but in my mind, I'm like... You feel like the odds are very good this week and very bad next week, so we're just playing games. Yeah, in my mind, I kind of think Ole Miss wins 7 to 10 points this week and loses 14 to 17 next week. And it's like, okay, and at the end of that, we're like, yeah, it's kind of what I thought, you know? And I know that's not that's <laughs> that not That is exciting. a good point from the standpoint of, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm going to give you the scores and I need all these thoughts. You go, hey, Ole Miss beat Texas A&M 31 to 20. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Georgia won 41-30. Okay. I would actually go, oh, that was pretty good performance on Ole Miss's okay. part. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
if you told me the first number in that score was 41, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you think a competitive Ole Miss game in Athens is like 23-17 kind of yeah. thing? Oh, I think you got Low scoring, yeah. rock fight. I think you have to turn it into a rock fight. Carson Beck can't be on. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not competing at that point. Yeah, let's not get the racehorses out and see no. what happens. No, not to be critical or whatever. I mean, I I suspect Lane would tell you that. I mean, if if they get their offense going, where they're scoring a lot of points, you can't keep up. They're 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 too they're good. so good defensively. They're too good defensively for you to go. Okay, well here's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to score 37 points. Mm-hmm. Well, you're probably not. Now, can you get them to, out of their game a little bit and get it into a 23-20 to 20 sort of thing where you have a shot? Sure. Like what Ole Miss did to Alabama in 14. They went 23-17. Like, yeah. make it yeah. do that. Yeah. I, I want to see Georgia-Missouri this week. I'm very fascinated in this Absolute, football game. 100%. Because as uh, the guys at UGA Sports wrote the other day, Missouri does some things well that Georgia struggles with. If you're Missouri, you, you've you got to go, and this will apply to Ole Miss next week too. You got to go play the game to win the game. You can't go over there frightened and all that stuff. Nope, you got to go play the game to win the game. And if you don't win it, you don't win it. How much I got to pay you to go to Midnight Yale Friday? <laughs> Wherever it's at. I mean. <laughs> Can we dig Chad up for midnight yell on Friday? I mean, if somebody will drive me, if you know what I'm saying, sure. <laughs> no, sober, dead sober. <laughs> no, no. Text Ross, ask him where it's go- where it's going to be held. Say, tell him you want to see him. Want to hang out? <laughs> I don't think that would be received well. <laughs> hey Ross, we haven't talked in a while. Can I go to midnight yell? I mean, we we left on decent terms, but. There's there was there's still some scar tissue there, I suspect. He would assume some ulterior motives in that. Well, I think he would assume immediately the truth, which is I'm there to make fun of it. <laughs> you are right though. I finally saw it. The video of the yell leaders while the Swift song is in the background. That's great. It's one of the better things. It's fantastic. It it is because it looks like it's choreographed it to it's Taylor all, Swift, but... and it's not at all, but it does. And and then the girl in the in the background that's that's just dying laughing makes you start laughing. It's I laughed so hard that I had tears coming out of my eyes. You have to find it, it if you haven't seen it. It is phenomenal. It was great. They're very easy to make fun of. Okay, also... I actually would like to go see it. See what? The Midnight Yell. Oh, would you really? Yeah. Why? Because I think I would be very amused. I would hate myself the next morning when I had to get Mitchell up. says they typically do it in Memphis. Oh. Oh, they I've seen no, I don't I don't want to see it that bad. You don't want to go to Memphis? No. Do it. No. Can we get Jeffrey to go film it? <sighs> Times MUS home or away on Friday I don't know. night. I was I was literally thinking I wonder what MUS's schedule is. <laughs> <laughs> I bet somebody will drive you to Memphis on Friday. I'll let you do it. Go the rendezvous. I actually like the rendezvous. I do too. Yeah. No, I have. I'm being serious. Yeah, I mean, I like the rendezvous. Calm down. It's fine. It's positive. Is it where all the tourists go? Sure, but it's fine. Give me some ribs and a sausage and cheese plate, and I'm more than content. Yeah, it's Happy. perfectly good. 
you know how there are times on the internet. I didn't say this. You didn't see this probably because I know you don't follow all the stuff on Twitter. Are there times on the internet where we get the exact response necessary to realize how dumb the internet is? We got one of those on Saturday night. Okay. Ole Miss. There was no animosity toward Vanderbilt, but they're playing, having fun on Twitter as the as the social media accounts do. Picture of Dart and Judkins hugging. Give the final score at the bottom with the tagline. The SEC's greatest annual rivalry comes to a close. Making a joke, obviously. Okay. They would love to keep playing Vanderbilt. Yes. The number of replies in this thread that thought they were serious. Holy hell. We have the Egg Bowl, guys. What are you talking about? LSU. It's like. No, no. Easy killer. The one thing that I. What the, the hell? The one thing that I've learned the most in this job, and I think you know exactly where I'm going is the number of people that operate in this world with zero sense of humor. They, they There is no, everything is serious. Th- those people exist. They, There is no nuance. There's no subtlety. There is no humor. There's no lightheartedness. Everything is very serious, very regimented, and that is how they function. I can't even imagine. Clearly, when you read that, you know Ole Miss is David Vano Jr., I'm sorry, what in all caps? This over the Egg Bowl in all caps? Seriously in all caps? Poor David. I don't want to have a beer with David. No, 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 no. I don't want to have a beer with David. No. No. It wouldn't. No. David's the guy that if you sat down with David to have a beer, he would immediately ask you about recruiting. Right away. Right away. We would talk a lot of Cam Franklin. You would be looking for exits immediately. You'd be texting, hey, I need an emergency. No sarcasm. That's exactly right. There's no sarcasm. They don't do sarcasm. God, they'd struggle in our family get-togethers. Our family get-togethers are so sarcastic that I, even I get sick of them. A little uncomfortable. Eventually. Just after a while, it's like, okay, enough. Can we can, can we, we just punch in each other at this yeah, point? Can we just go can we have a serious moment for a second? No. No. I, I just I stumbled on it and read through it and went, Oh, oh. Yeah. That's where you guys are. I mean, the moment I, I did see that tweet, I, I knew immediately that was they were being silly. Yeah, it's fine. Sure. What whatever. Oh Miss would like to play Vanderbilt every year. They'd yes. sign up for that. All it's been right a running now. joke all year. We can't lose our rival. No. I mean. <laughs> I just. By the way, congratulations to A.J. Brown. Set a new <laughs> NFL record yesterday. Six straight games with at least 125 receiving yards. He's he's a quality wide receiver. He's having. One of those. Having one of those seasons. Like where you start getting mentioned in the MVP conversation. It's hard to win that as a non Because the quarterback does it, yeah. Yeah, because you're not even a running back getting your own yards. When you score, he scores. He and Jamar Chase right now are probably the two most feared receivers in the game because they both can beat you in so many different ways. Good dude. It's fun watching him play. Oh, God, for sure. All right, we will get into lines after this break. First uh, podcast brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. If your prescription is the same 
time each month. They take care of you with that. They also will transfer your medications. One phone call, they take care of the rest. That's GNM in Oxford or Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. They're in, uh, sorry, with Tyson Drugs, 662-236-2222. That's right. Uh, we're also brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle is based in Jackson, Mississippi. They've got uh, clients in multiple states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. We're brought to you by John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. He's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Just get in touch with him, give him some parameters, give him a budget, and he will give you some options that you're going to have a difficult time finding on your own. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, jedwards at regencytravel.net. Oxford's newest Greek restaurant, Opa, is the perfect place to plan your uh, Christmas party, your company dinner, your festive party event. Fabulous food, great craft libations that can accommodate up to 200 guests. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. You can also get in touch with her if you're interested in booking uh, rafters, music, and food on the square in Oxford as well. Uh, We'll have picks up on Thursday. That's brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have uh, opportunities across the board. Uh, IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, and much, much more. They can help you um, whether you're entry level or uh, you're looking for something more advanced. Service specialist ltd.com or give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662 832 5138. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups <laughs> to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. Temperature is getting <laughs> lower by the day. Heavenly Sunshine still has Christmas on their mind. It is that season to uh, help you out. They're proud to announce the holiday lights by Heavenly Sunshine. Know their Christmas lights are beautiful. They can be a lot of work, so let them take care of the hassle and do the work for you with their full-service installation plan. They'll install, take down, and store the lights. These commercial-grade LEDs that are 100% customizable to your home or business, let them take care of the lights while you take care of the gifts. So book your free estimate with Heavenly Sunshine. They've been serving the Mid-South for over four decades. That includes Oxford, the full-service commercial and residential property maintenance, power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. HeavenlySunshine.com, 662-342-1203. Yeah, I, I, sorry, I lost it. The, they were talking about the guy who does the same thing every week and the uh, the McCormick's packet being too spicy just did me in. I, 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 I lost it right there. <laughs> <laughs> he hates juice. <laughs> Look, I need a shirt with that on. Like, yeah, yeah. David hates juice. Football's supposed to be serious. Can't have the stupid dog out there grabbing the tea. Oh. 
He actually has gotten better and better each week at getting the tee. He is getting better. Much better. First week, he kind of fumbled the tee a little bit. Had an issue one day because they had changed the color of the tee. That threw him off. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Well, he was looking for something specific. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like the dog catcher trying to catch juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say I tried uh, this little cross promotion here. I, I I tried Real Tree's uh, chili recipe a couple weeks ago. Talked about it on on the Real Tree podcast. But and I tweeted out the the recipe and stuff. Uh, I think I'm I'm tweaking it a little, but I think it's becoming the go-to because I'll need that tomorrow for the Halloween stuff and people and whatnot. And mm-hmm. It's got ranch beans in it instead of the other ones, and let that supply kind of the tomato to it. Okay. Which is the recipe calls for venison because obviously it's game meat stuff. But, but you could probably use ground beef, couldn't you? Yeah, I'd probably add a little more spot seasoning in some different yeah. ways. But yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But if you want to check that out, realtree.com. It's a really really good uh, chili recipe there for. Uh, it's pretty quick. I think I threw it in the pot for about three hours. and Okay. It's not one of those that needs all day to, to, to do whatever. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's give him some picks. Uh, Tuesday, Northern Illinois, Central Michigan, Halloween night, 6 o'clock. Ooh. No. Just no? No. I mean, I'll, I'll turn on the World Series. Buffalo instead. and Toledo. No. 1-1 World Series, by the way. No. Yeah. Game back. threes tonight. Yes. Wednesday, Ball State, Bowling Green, Kent State, Akron. We're full in action at this point. Okay. But you said that's fine because you know what you're getting into. Yes. Okay. It's the Sun Belt game on the Tuesday that's the problem. Irritates me. Yeah. TCU, Texas Tech, Thursday night. Oh, Six o'clock. That's a good game. It is a uh, three and a half point favorite for the Red Raiders at home in Lubbock against the Horned Bronx. Okay. Duke is a six and a half point favorite against Wake Forest on Thursday night. Okay. They need to get going. He needs to get yeah. going. He needs a win. 
He needs this one. He needs his agent to pull something off. Hey, there's some job openings. Let's let's look around a little bit. South Alabama and Troy play Thursday night. Yeah. Kind of the South, Al- and South Alabama got hammered on By Saturday. Louisiana Lafayette. Really? Yeah, popped in Mobile. That's a weird. That was a weird. It was a weird outcome. Troy is a six and a half point favorite at home against South Alabama. The rivalry might keep it close, but Troy's playing better football right now. Okay. What is Troy's record? Uh, six and two, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. John's done a really good job. Friday, Boston College, Syracuse, Colorado State, Wyoming. Colorado State coming off that pretty bad loss to Air Force. And you go into Wyoming, you better bring a lunch yeah. bucket with you. Air Force is good. Another strength of schedule is like 130. That's the one where when they get into the access bowl, if they're the team, you go, I don't know. Yeah, and then they lose by 20 something or yeah. whatever. It's just if the other team cares. It's why I'm, I'm hoping that when we do the 12 team playoff, we they don't. don't have like, they don't have the Tajay Spears playmaker that Tulane had right. to get in with SC last year. And they're well coached. And yeah, they sure. Do a lot of things. And, and you got to prepare for that thing, but you've yeah. got a month to do it, not a week. Well, and it's, but again, when we get the playoff thing, I, I just, I don't want Cinderella to get an automatic invitation. <laughs> nope. I want to see the big teams play. There's two things I dread. Cinderella's about. not invited to Neil's ball. There's no, two, no, no, there's no, two no, things no, no, I dread no, no. about the playoff. Everything else I look forward to. Here are the two things. One, we must invite Cinderella because. No, we don't. We don't have to invite her. And then two, the 13th team going, we got screwed. You lost three times. Stop. You didn't get screwed. You lost too many games. Yeah, a three-loss team has... If they get in, great, but they have no argument. Right. That's my point. It's like the team that doesn't get in, the bubble team in the NCAA tournament, and everybody just... It's why, again, you just take this exact season and move it to next year, we would be going just beat A&M. That's it. Because you beat A&M and Mississippi State, you're in the playoff. Yes. It doesn't matter if Georgia beats you 72 to nothing. You're in. Yeah. Yeah. No, one of 12. At 10 and 2, you would get in as 10, 11, or 12. Yeah. Yeah. You can have a road game at Oregon or whatever. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Go play them. You're going to have your hands full, but sure. You're invited to the ball. You would have gotten exactly what you deserved. Yeah. You're in. You're in. People acknowledge that the two games you lost were at Alabama and at Georgia, but you, you did everything else. And, and then if you go beat Georgia, it's you get a buy or a home game. Yes. Washington comes to you or whomever. Yeah. Whatever. 100%. You would get what you deserved. Mm-hmm. It was very democratic. It's, hey, just. It's a meritocracy. Yeah. Notre Dame Clemson is on Saturday. Clemson coming off a loss to NC State. Clemson now 7-7 seven and seven in their last 14 games. Are they? How about that? Well, you know, Dabo just doesn't really believe in the portal. Thinks that uh, that is not the way you build anything. Again. You can't. Again. You get what you deserve. <laughs> you have to decide how bad, how badly you want something. It's the, it's the credit I give to Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin talks about how he thinks there needs to be federal oversight. He doesn't know how you do it, but that's what he's for. But in the meantime, hey, we're going to do it the way. If it's going to be the Wild West, we have to emulate the Wild West here. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is how Elaine really believes you build a program. But by God, if this is going to be the set of rules that you use, well, then let's use them. 
I credit him for that. That's a pragmatic approach that I'm one million percent in on. Well, I don't like it this way. I don't care. That's the way it is. This game opened Clemson minus four and a half. Now it is Notre Dame minus two and a half. I've watched both teams. Notre Dame's better. Yeah, Notre Dame. I, I like Notre Dame to win and cover. And here's one. I think Notre Dame right now is a better coach team. Mm-hmm. Oh, Notre Dame even. I know. Because frankly, Freeman's not very good. I think the Clemson thing is kind of dying. There was a time where it was, hey, is Dabo going to just stay at Clemson and be a power, or is he going to replace Nick Saban? That time and, has passed. And now it might be neither. Mm-hmm. Not replacing Saban. No. Unless they get turned down a bunch. Texas better strap up Saturday. Home game with K-State. Ooh. Is Ewers going to play? I don't know. The other kid played well against BYU. He did. Texas minus four. A lot of, cre- lot, lot of respect to Kansas State in that line. I'm going to tell you this now. That dude. If I'm Arkansas, if I'm Mississippi Ooh. State, that's Ooh. there are two calls that I'm making before I go down my list. Yeah. One is the guy Washington DeBoer, and the other is Kleiman. Hey, do you want this job? Because if you want this job, we're hiring you. He has an identity. Dude, he's legit. I mean, say That's what, interesting. Say what you it. will. That guy's legit. Only person to win there, not named Bill Snyder. Gets the most out of his talent. You give that guy a budget? I don't know. His teams play with a tenacity. 11 a.m., Texas A&M, Ole Miss. It is down a point, open at four and a half, now at three and a half, over under 56 and a half. I like Ole Miss and late. If I got to lay a small number, I'm I'm in. Ole Miss minus 210 on a money line. What's the A&M money line? 155. Not a lot of value in that. No. I, I kind of like Ole Miss in the points. I mean, laying the points. That's that's all I got to lay is about three? Yep. Yeah. I, and I'm going to sit here and wait on it and see if it goes down another half point. It gets me to three. I wouldn't put the line in yet. Arkansas at Florida, 11 o'clock. I guess SEC Network on this one. Uh, No, this one's on uh, ESPN2. Oh, okay. Connecticut, Tennessee's on SEC Network. I've got oh. Okay, I've got it here because I was putting, I was setting up Neil's picks. There this are morning. four SEC games at eleven o'clock. That's correct. Florida minus six at home against the Hogs. What am I missing? Why's the low? Why's the line this low? Because Florida still plays with its food. Like they're not good. Like they're fine. I get what's Arkansas's the, issue, but what, look, what's the money line here? Uh, Florida minus 300. What's the Arkansas money line? 190. Ooh, I'm missing something. It shows you Vegas doesn't like Florida, and Vegas thinks that Arkansas coming off an open date with a new offensive can, coordinator. It can turn it into just this low score and scrum, which Arkansas can do. Well, yeah, they're better on defense than they get credit for because they're so Look, bad again, on Arkansas offense. Arkansas lost a bunch of games. 
But they didn't get blown out in a bunch of games. No, they lost to LSU, Ole Miss, and uh, Alabama. State and Mississippi State. But I'm telling you, those three teams, yeah. they lost to those three teams on by the road 13 by, by 13 points. And then lost 7-3 to three to Mississippi State. Yeah, held state to a touchdown. So, I think, look, Arkansas is not good. We are undervaluing them at the same time. Is that fair? I, I mean, apparently Vegas thinks that. I was I, I expected that line to be like because I actually half, think I'm nine, taking ten. Arkansas here. Oh, now look, that means fade me and make your millions. But that is my take off the top of my head. Florida got the sobering reminder, and to Billy's credit, he said it. We are not there, not even close. But again, you can get you you leave that game and go, guys. There it is. It's where we're it's where we're trying to head. You saw it. Yep. Get there or don't. Jacksonville State, South Carolina. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. That's on ESPNU at 11. South Carolina minus 14. It was 16 and a half. It's down to 14. I kind of like Jacksonville State here. It actually opened at 17 and a half. I, I kind of like Jacksonville State here. Okay. I'm not sure that I hate the money line. Oh. Well, Vegas has been a little... They're hold your horses there. They're only giving you four twenty five on a money line. They're making you pay nine hundred on a South Carolina money line. Okay. You know, yeah. They'd rather you just stay away from this yes. game. They're not giving you quite the value that's needed off seventeen and a half while giving you no value the other way. Jacksonville State's pretty good on defense. I think I like them to cover the fourteen. I definitely like them to cover. UConn getting 35 from Tennessee and Neyland. Whatever. I'll probably lay them. I mean, they're, they're awful. Tennessee's... Tennessee played pretty okay on Saturday. Stoops is super upset about the officiating. And I'll be honest, when I hear coaches do this, I'm like, okay, things are bad. Something internally is bad. I'm, I'm rarely wrong when that happens. Not saying they didn't get screwed, but when that's what you're coming out talking about the next day, that tells me that things inside your program are just not good. Was it? I thought it was Tennessee that didn't get penalties called against them on Saturday. Is that not right? I saw what Rucker complaining about penalties. Was he? He wasn't talking about Kentucky, was he? No, I wouldn't think. Tennessee. I think he was talking about Tennessee. They had not had a live ball penalty called against their opponents in two weeks. It's too bad. I hate that, really. That sucks. sucks. I hate. just hate that. I think that was right. Now, in saying that... I didn't watch that game. I was covering Ole Miss at the exact same time, and I was trying to... I was trying to be efficient with my attention. Were you? Yeah, because I wanted to get done. At 26 to nothing, I said, okay, let's get this thing written. Where's penalties on the stat broadcast? Tennessee on uh, Saturday night had eight penalties for 55 yards. Kentucky had four penalties for 21 yards. What are we complaining about? I don't know. He was upset about there was a call on a pass on a catch that got reviewed or something. I don't know. He was upset about it. Okay. Mark, are you in the stream? What happened? What order? What are we? What are we, what are we mad about? 
Here's the thing. You caught Tennessee on a night that they weren't completely dialed in. Yeah, I know Hypo was mad after Bama, and frankly, he had a he had an argument. He he did. Yeah. You, you know you know what you're getting when you go there, so you have to figure out a way to overcome it. Whether it be intentional or reputation, it is what it is. Yep, I think it's reputation. But at some point, sure. It is what bothers me about it. It's not even whether it's intentional or not. I mean, obviously, that would bother me if I knew it. But it's that it is a clear detriment and changes games, and yet we're just taught as a society to ignore it. Like, that's the thing that gets me is, oh, you're humans. Well, okay, but they're they're literally changing outcomes. Yeah. So fix it. But the point is, everybody watches, so why am I fixing it? How do you fix it? Without just putting in so many replays that we... Yeah, I mean, to fix it, you have to go to the officials and go, I think you guys are calling the game in favor of Alabama because of reputation. Stop. You would need almost unlimited replays and be able to replay judgment calls. Yeah. To fix it, you would have to go, no, 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 72 was holding, damn it. Go check it. Right. And then if you start enforcing, hey, you guys have got to start calling this on these guys. Well, now you're overcorrecting. It's hard to do. Wisconsin, Indiana, by the way, credit to Indiana. Good effort on uh, Saturday. Yeah, they did. Uh, plus nine at home against uh, the Badgers. That's what it is this week. Nebraska giving three and a half and East Lansing against the Spartans on Saturday night. On Saturday, sorry. 11 oh. o'clock on that one. Why Nebraska to win that. I don't hate that. No. Ohio State plus seven, sorry, minus, oh, minus 17 and a half at Rutgers on Saturday. Rutgers can get rock fight-ish. Here's a line for you. Probably wouldn't touch that. Georgia Tech coming off their win against North Carolina on Saturday night. Yeah. By the way, Brent Key already has beaten four ranked teams in his first what 12 games. What a weird games. year they've had. Crazy year. They've won every other week, by the way. Yeah. In Charlottesville on Saturday night, mm-hmm. Virginia minus two and a half. And Virginia's playing better, too. They are. Yeah. That's a weird line. Well, Georgia Tech's kind of schizophrenic. Well, they're real schizophrenic. They've won some crazy games, and then they've lost to teams. How'd they lose that game? I did choke on Saturday night when Tom Hart, after the first penalty, goes, yeah, great officiating crew led by Ken Williamson here in Oxford tonight. I went, whoa, Tom. Whoa. Yeah, hold up. Whoa. Hold up. We can just not mention them at all. How about it? Like, what are we, what are we doing? God. Whew. Now, I didn't notice any... Egregious officiating. It was, it was 33 to 7. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, again, three snaps into the game, you went, oof. Oh, yeah. Oof. Clark just feverishly writing on his notepad. <laughs> I need to see his notes. Yeah, I would like to see I'd his like notes. I'd like to see his notes. I wonder if he's just writing, damn it, over and over and over again. Uh, I, I've heard that the, the for the first time, they would push back on this, but this was the word that was used to me that for the first time there's some panic inside their building that it's just not doable. That it's not. Well, it's not given the current structure. He needs to say that. He'd get hired as a coordinator right away. I think he's incredibly well respected inside the field. He could be the head coach at Notre Dame right now. Yeah. Just saying. He's a better coach than Marcus Freeman. Yeah, Nebraska, Hayden says, is quietly five and three. Yeah. Yeah. Done a good job. I mean, it's 
He's a really good college coach. Yeah, no, he's done a great People job. People hold the NFL thing against him, and it's like, hey, he's always been a winner at the college level. The Utes had been good to me at home, but they got lambasted on Saturday against the Ducks. See, this is where I'm mad at myself. I was so, Oregon's the best team in the Pac-12. I don't care what yes. Washington, that Washington beat them. I was 100% confident in this, and I didn't do it on McCready and Siski. I don't know why. It's so dumb. I knew Oregon was going to go to Utah and win. I knew it. I said that all week. I picked it on Neil's picks. I actually picked him to win pretty handedly. And yet? And yet, it pisses me off. I'm so mad at myself, I don't know what to do. Did you take Utah, or you just didn't touch it at all? No, I didn't touch it. Oh, okay. Should have. It was maybe the game I felt most confident about on our, on our picks. We got so caught up in, oh, God, Utah playing at home. It's like, no, they can't score, and Utah can. Well, and beyond that, Oregon's really good. Yeah. Okay? Oregon's really good. Washington's really good. The fact that Washington beat Oregon in a game that was basically decided by one play shouldn't change the fact that it, Oregon remains really good. That doesn't matter. It, it's like LSU. It's where I hate both of us for not doing it in different ways. It's because had Oregon simply gotten two yards on one play, we'd all go, oh, God, the Ducks are undefeated. They're about to beat the hell out of Utah. Yes. It's stupid. One throw. Well, we're going to get to a game in a minute where, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll dive back into it. Arizona State plus 10.5 at Utah this week. I don't hate the points. Just give me the points. That guy's quietly done a decent job at Arizona State, and the cat at Arizona's very loudly done a really good job. Think they'd like that state game back? Oh, my God. We lost in Starkville. Turned it over five times. If they just turned it over three times. And had the other quarterback. They win the game. And they still lost in overtime. Yeah. He's done a really good job. They are so much better at the end of October than they were in early September. If you're an Arizona fan, you're pretty excited about your future right now. He's legit. I like the way he I like the way he kind of just projects himself on the sideline. Yeah. Army and Air Force, 130 on that one. Air Force minus 19. I was going to put that on our picks, but I couldn't find a line yesterday. Oh, really? Line wouldn't show. I was like, screw it. Yeah, 19 on that one. Florida Atlantic minus two against UAB in Birmingham. Memphis minus 13 against UCF. Florida State minus 21 at Pitt. Louisville minus nine and a half against Virginia Tech. So continue in one second. First, uh, Northeast Spark. Any SPARC service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Forge Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com. Phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So to get the best internet in Lafayette County, that's 662-238-3159. Uh, Lane Kiffin will speak to us uh, midday today. I'll have a, a what he said, what he meant uh, this evening at some point. It's brought to you by MyPerfectFranchise.net. If you're a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands, if you're an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify, Andy Ludicky can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. They've got two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, 
a lot offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons to advanced to competing at nationally recognized competitions. It's also a great venue for events. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Uh, Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered, home or business. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today at 662-644-4297. And are you ready for the ultimate college uh, experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. Uh, They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford is next door to the Ole Miss campus. They offer spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their incredible amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort, whether it's a weekend binge-watching session or hosting the best game day parties. You'll do it in comfort and style. Cheering on the Rebels with your friends, the community is designed to give you the perfect blend of comfort and convenience. So don't break up the gang. Instead, grab your friends, pick out your favorite floor plan, reserve it today at collegetownoxford.com. You can also uh, text them uh, and get on the VIP list uh, to find out when leasing for fall of 2024 begins. It's 662-300-3733. Podcast is brought to you by Johnstone Creamery, johnstonecreamery.com. Three great packages for you, feeding 10, 20, or 40, depending on what you need. You can pick up right there at Chicory Market. You can order online at johnstonecreamery.com. Just tell them the game you're ordering for. Texas A&M, obviously, coming up for the Saturday. It's 11, 11 o'clock, and whether you're picking up on Friday or Saturday there, everything from their specialty trays, their uh, cheesecake dips, their hummus, their uh, cookies, brownies, tons of options. Johnstone Creamery, let them take care of all of it for you. Again, that is johnsonhillcreamery.com. Bedlam is Saturday. Oklahoma State getting five and a half at home against the uh, Sooners after the loss to the Jayhawks, 38-33 on Saturday. couple thoughts there, I guess. One is the coach at um, – Lee Paul doing a hell of a job. He's, he's, he's really good. And then um, Oklahoma State, they were awful early. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good of late. Good coach. He's he's really good. People like to do the personality thing on him, and a lot of the media don't like him because he, frankly, yeah. has political beliefs and has the audacity to ex- express them. But he's good. He's done a really good job with that team. Uh, Houston and Baylor. Baylor minus four and a half. That's an interesting line. Oh, Bears favored in Waco. Georgia, 16. It's open at 20 and a half. It's a 16 now. It's Missouri. Uh, Zach Taylor, Zach Tyler in the uh, live stream. Thanks for the super chat predictions on CFB playoff rankings Tuesday. Uh, Georgia or probably Michigan one, Georgia two, Ohio State, Ohio three. State three, Washington four would be my guess. Not Florida State. My guess is Washington. Okay. Florida State would be five. I saw some analytical people on Twitter last night that sort of know the. Formula. Formula that think that Ohio State might be number one. Oh. Uh, Blake Pierce, thanks for the super chat. <laughs> Neil, quick yes or no question. Could Luka win the MVP? Referring to Luka Doncic. Mavs better really win. While also being a 6-7 seed, or do you think? No. What would happen because of win-loss record? Uh, 
I'll be honest. At six seven, no, he would not win it because there's. I, here's what I expect. I expect a media correction to what they did last year, and not that they did the wrong thing, but after the playoffs, a lot of people were like, ah, I probably overthought that. Should have given it to Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic right now is the most impactful player in the NBA. So he wins if he has a good season. If he has a good season, he wins it this year. Okay. In that line, that over under of twenty nine and a half, Iowa is giving five and a half to Northwestern. So weird juxtaposition there. That's a large line considering only twenty nine total points are expected to be scored. Penn State, Maryland, Penn State uh, again having to fight off Indiana on Saturday. They are giving ten and a half at College Park Saturday afternoon against the other Tungabaloa. Nope, I don't hate Penn State laying the points there. Oh, okay. Maryland's kind of falling off. Minnesota minus three against Burt and the uh, Lion Eye on Saturday. Yeah. PJ Fleck at home giving three. I'm no touch. No touch. No touch. That. Tulane should win another one. Stay on their one loss season pace. I know they barely got by Rice last week, but they are sixteen and a half point favorites in Greenville, North Carolina, facing East Carolina on Saturday. So Wave and Pirates sixteen and a half money line on Tulane a thousand on Saturday. James Madison giving five and a half at Georgia State on Saturday. Oh, it's an interesting game. Small line there. Yeah. Georgia State's pretty good. James Madison's still winning? I think so. Okay. That Sun Belt, man. It's good. It's it's a bit of a grind. It's I'm not comparing it to the SEC, but it has a similar type it's of SEC light. It has a similar type of a way that it plays out where yeah. the, the grind week to week can get you. Coastal Carolina, huge win. After McCall gets hurt and everything, they yeah. went in blowout fashion last week. They're giving two against Old Dominion this week. Okay. Old Dominion on the road, or sorry, at home there. Auburn laying 12 against those Commodores in I'm just, Nashville. I'm, I'm just laying them. Just, I'm going to lay them. You watch Vanderbilt and went, hmm. I mean, unless Hugh does the quarterback rotation thingy. He played, they played a pretty good game Saturday. They did. I watched a lot of that game. They had a pretty good plan. Supposedly, I don't know if this is true or not. I saw it on Twitter, and not everything you see on Twitter is true. But supposedly, they knew Mississippi State's calls by the second saw quarter. That. Well, look, I have seen an Ole Miss coach basically put initials on a board, and that person gets the ball. <laughs> yeah, Houston Nut just started throwing TS up there, and you know what? Tobias Singleton got that thing. God. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. Hadn't thought about Tobias in a while. I wonder where he's at. Hadn't thought about Houston in a while. Okay. Tobias and uh Joe Price both coming out of Madison Central that season. So the question with state mm-hmm. that's out there. Yeah. Look, I'm not I've said this in the whole league, I don't think I'm sourced any place worse than state. If it goes off the rails bad, if they lose at home to Kentucky Saturday, they lose to Ole Miss, I don't know who else they have. Southern Miss, I think. They do. Do they move off of Arnett? Because the message that sends is I, is multifold. One, it says we screwed up because it's not Arnett's fault at that point. It's your fault for hiring Arnett if you're firing him after one year. And then it's there is no there's there, a, there, there's, there's no a, patience here at all. And there yeah, in a program that requires it, it's a developmental program. It just is. I'm not saying they can't be competitive, but they're they're a developmental developmental program. 
And then even the message boards who typically shoot for the stars. Mm-hmm. And I get that it was one poster who apparently is very sourced over there on Steve's page. Okay. But the predominant name is Rhett Lashley. And it's like... At SMU? Yeah. And it's like, okay, but... Yeah, what's that? What does he do that Arnett doesn't do? And he'd be going to a worse NIL situation. And if I'm Rhett Lashley, I don't take that job. I'm going to the ACC. I've got a good gig in the they're Metroplex. Pay me. They like me. I'm getting paid. And they're I about can to put money there. into the program. And they're putting money in the program. NIL money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not winning a national title. I go from SMU, top but. four ACC money to next close to last. Not last, but. Yeah. Bottom quartile, quartile. I think it's the 15th best job in the league. You do think it's 15th? I do. They can get mad at me all they want. I mean, you want to play the game? No. I mean, I mean you know, we can do it. I mean, do, do you want to be the head coach at, at, at South Carolina or Mississippi State? It's Carolina. Not even close. You want to be the head coach at Missouri or Mississippi State? Because your arguments are Kentucky... South Carolina, Missouri. And again, we mean competitiveness, not job. Don't do the Mark Stevens right. thing. Yeah. It's that tier. I want the Missouri job. They got NIL figured out. Yeah. You want the Kentucky job or do you want the Mississippi State job? Yeah. You want the Arkansas job or you want the Mississippi State job? At least at Arkansas, there's the possibility to get the money together. I uh, I felt really badly for Will on Saturday. Blew a big lead against Appalachian State. They are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Louisiana Monroe this uh, this week. How much? Two-and-a-half. Southern Miss minus two-and-a-half oh. against uh, they might Bowden get, and your boys. They might get that done. Think so? Yeah. You went on bad? They, they seem to be losing steam. Oregon, 23-and-a-half at home against Cal. Cal could not hold on against SC. Mm-mm. SC's the worst two-loss team I've ever seen. Bad. They're only a half game out of the pack. They get a big game this weekend. Yeah. We'll talk about it in a minute. La Tech, Liberty, okay, Middle Tennessee, New Mexico. What's the Tech Liberty line? Uh, Liberty 17. Okay. Up there? Uh-huh. BYU plus nine and a half at West Virginia. Neil Brown and BYU this week. Ooh, I don't hate that line. You just you mentioned earlier, Iowa State's going on a little bit of a run in the Big 12. They're three-point favorites against Lance Leopold and those Jayhawks on Saturday. Oh, in Ames. That's correct. Kansas coming off the monster win. You got to get back up for the Cyclones. Now you got to go to Ames. Yeah. Ooh, that's an interesting. And you got to bring spot. your own energy to Ames. So he's done. Campbell. Matt Campbell's a good coach. Yeah, sure. Period. He is. I wouldn't hire him in the SEC because mm-hmm. I don't think he's going. I don't think he's going. I don't think he's going to do what you need to do. But he's a good football coach. Like he would be a disaster at state. Total. Ooh. And again, I don't think he'd take it. Mm-mm. That's the problem they've got. You mentioned it. It's in the Coliseum, Washington minus four at SC. 630. I know I'm bound to eat these words, but I'm just going to take Washington and lay points. I'm I'm not doing this. They're the better team. USC can't stop anybody. No. Anybody. I mean, Cal scored 50 points, basically. Cal. I'll just... I'll just lay him. Kentucky minus three and a half in Starkville, six thirty. Kentucky's struggling. State can win this football game. Yeah, state, state can get to six still. Just not sure state can score. 
Where's Tom Herman now? Hughes. Is he back in Houston? No, Holgerson's at yeah. Houston. Uh, where is he? Oh, hell. Somewhere fairly significant. Where is he? This is going to piss me off. I can't. FAU. That's right. Okay. It's not significant, but I knew that. If you're Tom Herman, the question you have to ask yourself about Mississippi State is this. Do you think that if you stayed at FAU, which has proven to be a pretty decent job down there, you can land something bigger in the next 24 months? Mm -hmm. If you think you can, you don't. If you think you can't, then you take the SEC money. And just... And you get you get paid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably laying them because, like you said, state state can't score, but Kentucky has issues. Now, Leary was good Saturday. He was. He's got to be consistent, but he was good Saturday. Yeah, he was. Now they also expended a lot of energy against Tennessee. They circle that one. I'll probably take Kentucky here. I'll just go with the better team and be prepared to lose. They 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 never win on the road against West teams. Mm-hmm. But Purdue plus thirty three at Michigan, SMU minus eleven and a half in Houston against Rice, and then Alabama minus three and a half now against LSU. It opened yesterday at four and a half, now at three and a half. I kind of like LSU here. I do too. I think LSU wins the game. LSU is going to be able to score. And I don't know that Alabama can do the things that you have to, that you that you can do to take advantage of. This has a chance to be a really good game. I, I get why CBS puts it at night. Mm-hmm. I heard some people kind of making fun of this earlier, like, "No, I'd rather put Georgia." No, not me. You know what? Because if you're the guy, that, two names. If you're the guy sitting at, in Dubuque, right? You're in on this, and you like offense. Oh, she's going to score some. I mean. I'm I'm excited about watching this game. Yeah, I'm too. I mean, you know, we'll be done. I'm glad we're done. It will be done by five five thirty. Yeah, I, I'll turn this one on for sure. This is one I'm I'm interested in. Yeah, absolutely. Miami minus four at NC State Saturday night. Kind of like the Wolfpack. I kind of like the Wolfpack. Another good coach. Washington State minus thirteen and a half against Stanford. Stanford playing okay. They did. He's done a good job. He, because they were bad. He's done yeah, a good job. Yeah. Oregon State minus 13 at Colorado on Saturday night. Oregon State coming uh, off the loss to Arizona. That number's about right. That number's about right. I don't think the game's ever in doubt, but mm, it's about right. Boise State, Fresno. Fresno minus three at home against Boise State. Kind of taking us back to our early 2000s group of five uh, powerhouse yeah. game. Yeah. The dude was at Hill, Pat Hill at Fresno. Yeah. Any place, any time guy. Yeah. Come to the Valley. Yeah. You've been there. Not a place you want to go back to. Not Fresno. Yeah. Boise, on the other hand. Yeah, I sure. like Boise a lot. And then UCLA cl- closing out our night. It's at 930 Central Time. They are in Tucson to face those Wildcats. Oh. Better pack a lunch. <laughs> Not a gimme, is it? No. <laughs> yeah. UCLA minus two and a half. I don't I don't hate Arizona right there. Yeah. Vegas says I'm not giving you crap on any money line. 115 and 105. In other words, Vegas thinks this is a toss yeah. up. Mm-hmm. 56 and a half on over under. LSU uh Alabama by the way, 58 and a half is your over under in that one. Which for Bama that's a big over under. 
kind of agree with Grind here when he says if it goes over, LSU wins. If it goes under, Bama wins. Yeah, I do too. I mean, LSU needs a Alabama shootout. can get to Daniels and hit him a little, and they can turn that into a more low-scoring game. But if LSU starts using the secondary and throwing that thing. Because if you tell me it's 34-30, I'm like, ooh, LSU did it. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're under a hypothetical where Ole Miss goes eleven and one, you want LSU to win this football game because you Bama can lose to LSU, lose to Georgia, and then be out with three losses. Yeah. Actually, you know, you need them to lose here and then beat Georgia. Have two losses and just get in at eleven and one over a two loss Alabama team. Because you're coin flipping at that point. Yeah. It's your only route. Because two SEC teams, like it just—it's not happening. Yeah, I mean, it's that's what we're saying. It's just the yeah. I, I, again, I'm—I <laughs> I realize I'm blowing an opportunity. At, I just—I've got to see—I've got to see Ole Miss beat Georgia first. Yeah, no, I know. And then, I, then I'm all in. You'll on, play. Oh, that's all we'll do. Yeah. So, but until then, it just feels—I know—silly. <sighs> yeah. So, uh, look. Basketball tonight, 7 o'clock, Ole Miss and uh, Tusculum, I think is still how we're pronouncing this thing. Green County, Tennessee is the home for uh, whoever the hell that it's is. 7 o'clock, admissions free. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, tonight. He's going to play everyone, so don't get caught up in a rotation in this game tonight or anything. What? Yeah, and then again, they play some swack Alabama team next Monday night. Alabama State. Sounds good. Great. They play Alabama State, and then they have a game on that – Friday, I think. Okay. Yeah, they have a game the Friday night before they play football to plays at Georgia. Okay. And the Tad Pad game is the next Friday night. It's the next Friday before ULM. That is correct. Sam Houston State, the opponent for that. Uh, the other thing people are going to be asking about this morning, I guess by the time you hear this, it probably be out, but the TV time for Georgia. Ole Miss Georgia. I anticipate, I could be wrong, no one's told me this, I anticipate CBS is going to exercise their six-day window. Yeah, I do too. So we'll see. If not, it'll be out later today. Lane Kiffin at noon, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.